I need to read the Spider-Man where he got an apartment. Find out how he did it. <laughs> oh, that is that is what he does. He just lives at his, his aunt's house and then crashes at Mary Jane or whatever her name is. Crashes at her place and then that's... I think he's homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I, truly a hero of our time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome to Basically Tall Tales, the collaborative short story podcast featuring tales you can basically call tall. My name's Jared. And I'm Adam. And I'm Todd. Each week, one of our writers will write one-third of a story before handing it off to the next writer to either continue or finish. The first writer will get to choose whatever genre they want to write in, and the other two will just have to deal with it. Today, we have a story by me, Jared, with the second part of a story. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe for more stories each week, because we're always writing more comedy stories, and your social media interaction keeps us going. Without further ado, here we go. So I wrote the second part of Adam's story with Toby John and his magical crystals. Yep, yeah, and his hopelessly addicted pet dog. <laughs> what? This dog was, uh... He had glaucoma. Yeah, he had glaucoma. glaucoma. Yeah. What was he addicted to? I... <laughs> glaucoma is code for love and marijuana. Don't you know? Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I just took it at face value and assumed he had cancer. Because you um, made him out to be oh, really uh... old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <no>. Well, <laughs> that's oh, where yeah, I no. took the character, so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, I, I can't wait to see it. Anyways, my uh, story today is called Toby John, A Man Without Destiny. Oh, that's <laughs> contradictory. Yeah. Toby John awoke again to a day like any other. It was too early, too hot outside, too hot inside, and too loud in the city. His home stood as it always had, dwarfed by its neighboring office and apartment buildings. Toby stepped out to check the mail. There was the usual assortment of advertisements peddling your standard array of household chore crystals. Or at least that's what Toby assumed they were. He didn't bother to look anymore. Hmm. He thought, I have plenty of this crap already. Why do they keep sending them? He shuffled back into his house and threw away the assorted ads, then looked through the actual letters. One from Ash and Gary, probably some nonsense about his imaginary destiny, and no less than four offers to buy his home and land for development, all for staggering amounts of money. And lastly, several threatening letters from people upset that he wouldn't sell to them. He tossed all of these in the trash and went about his morning. <laughs> On his way to the kitchen to set his crystals about making a pot of coffee, he tripped over his dog, who was minding his own business, waiting to be fed. Damn it, Bobby! He muttered under his breath, ignoring the beast's whines. Uh... How do these things work again? Toby asked the dust in his kitchen. Omnibus hubestank totalis. He tried, to no effect. Then, with a heavy sigh. Lickety-splickety, make me a cough 
Coffee-kitty. The gems set about merrily making him a generous pot of coffee. But it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. While they were working, he put out breakfast for Bobby, a heaping bowl of kibble. Can't be too worried about the weight of a dog this old, can you? He thought to himself. He took a handful for his own breakfast. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reading this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That's... That's half the fun of this this format. <laughs> <laughs> uh. As he once again shuffled into the kitchen. Upon arriving at the counter, he found the crystals lying there, shimmering dully in the early morning candlelight, with a pot of baked coffee beans awaiting him. Damn, things must be faulty. He stared for a minute, weighing his options ultimately deciding not to try the beans. Three days later, Toby John rolled out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't we start the story here? Yeah, why? I don't know. It it connects. It connects. Okay. (laughs) Three days later, Toby John rolled out of bed and went through the same process again, except when he got to the coffee... He just gave up. The last few days had all been the same results. Baked coffee beans. Frustrated, he jammed the crystals into his bag of holding and left home, Bobby close on his heels, to register a complaint with the Magical Crystal Company, TM, (laughs) who had clearly sold him a defective product. As he made his way down the wide, tree-lined streets, the traffic was noticeably lighter than usual. Must be some kind of new holiday. They're always coming up with excuses for no one to work these days, lazy fucks. He thought to himself. He didn't know of any holidays this time of year, but it must be something. Not since the days before Crystal Cars had he seen the skies so clear. After a brief stop at a falafel vendor, at least some people still had the integrity to need to work in order to provide for their families. And a prolonged effort to convince Bobby to relieve himself and front of a business he didn't care for, Toby came to the crystal shop. With windows shuttered and doors locked, cursed this sudden new holiday. (laughs) And with no other plans for the day, Toby decided to spend a few hours yelling at the empty storefront. (laughs) You bastards sold me junk. These damn things can't even make a pot of coffee right, and your magic words make me sound like a child playing at wizard. Who even comes up with this shit? Back in my day, magic words were a thing men came up with to prove their prowess in the dark arts. How's this for some magic words? Flick and crick, you can suck my- Hail, Toby. What seems to be the problem? A voice interrupted him. When he turned, he saw brothers, Ash and Gary, standing there. Dick! He finished, locking eyes with the interrupting (laughs) Gary- I'm glad you didn't leave it to us to fill in the blank. Exactly. I thought it was going to be suck my thumb. <laughs> yeah. Dear sparkling moogly, do you idiots own this establishment? Just my luck. What do you want anyways? We do not own the store. We'd return to your home to see if you'd given your destiny any more thought. When we found you missing... We went looking for you, figuring you couldn't have gotten far. But then we heard the shouting and just assumed, Ash said. And why couldn't I have gotten far? 
I have no children to take my keys away. I could have driven here if I wanted. Toby's glare intensified, as if daring them to question his driving ability further. That's not what we meant, Gary said annoyed. What did he mean then? Toby mimicked Gary's annoyance. Have you really not noticed? Ash asked, failing to hide his surprise. The magic crystals? Ever since the one at the center of the city cracked, they've stopped working correctly. How's that? Are the crystals all linked in some way? Toby asked, curious for the first time how this magic worked. Yes, all of the crystals are powered by the main city crystal, which was originally placed by the temple priests in time immemorial. Gary answered, That's not time immemorial. I remember it. It was 50 years ago. Our writings tell us it has been at least a thousand years. But anyhow, Gary was confused, but tried to rush the conversation before they got caught in another rambling story. You must fulfill your destiny. The crack in the crystal has not only damaged the city's crystal industry, it spells doom for us all. It is told, the crystal protects us from an ancient evil. More of your religious mumbo-jumbo. There's no great evil under there, there's just a marketing gimmick. Protect your home from dragons with our new green crystals. Lose weight with a red one, attract a mate with a blue one. Nonsense. All of it. Is any of that true? Ash whispered to Gary. No. The temple's teachings tell us. And what's more, we know the truth of it. If that crystal shatters, we are all doomed. Tell me, Toby John, what was the world like before the crystal, if you were really there? Oh, it was lovely. Everyone had a job. No one was worried about making money. A fine, upstanding person who just obeyed the law and did their job was perfectly happy in every way. <laughs> oh, man, that line amuses me too much, given that oh, I Oh, God. <laughs> I'm... Oh, oh, boy. This man, this man, how old is this man? Is he... Very old. <laughs> Very old. It's prehistoric. Uh, uh. As if to agree... Bobby looked up and let out a noxious fart. The smell of rotten eggs and death filled the space around the three men. <laughs> Is spear gas really a complication of glaucoma? <laughs> Ash asked after a minute. Toby wasn't sure, but didn't want anyone to know that, so he changed the subject. So, say I was this foretold chosen one. What exactly would I need to do? Gary and Ash looked at each other, for the first time unsure about the prophecy. They each considered the details carefully. What did the script say anyways? I couldn't read it, Ash asked Gary in a whisper. I don't know. The picture was obviously him, though. Just look at those knees. Gary replied in similarly hushed tones. Speak up, you two. It's not polite to talk in hushed tones in front of the elderly, you know. Ah, fuck it. We'll do it ourselves. Ash said finally. He took out a book of spells and muttered an incantation, and then the two monks disappeared. Toby looked to Bobby and said, Well, I won't be shown up by some dweebus monks. I can solve this problem easy enough. Bobby just whined and let out another fart. You're right. Fuck it. Let's just leave town. <laughs> 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 I, I can't imagine what's going to happen in this story. 
<laughs> Toby waddled to the barrier at the outskirts of the city. The old disused road leading to the wilderness beyond had many signs warning of the dangers beyond the barrier. He ignored all of them. When they arrived at the barrier, Toby looked down at Bobby and asked, Well, do you know how to open this damn thing? Bobby just laid down, obviously tired from the long journey. What good are you anyways? Toby shouted, Give it down over there! <laughs> Came a voice from the <laughs> other side of the wall. What? Who are you? One of them evil fuckers from beyond the barrier. Ha! That's rich, coming from one of you city dwellers. I'm Simon, here to guard the old road. Make sure none of you lunatics escape. Can't have you spreading your magic devilry across the land again. You must know the rules, too. Come now, Simon explained. Even though he'd practiced this statement many times, he was still unsure of himself. He'd been posted at the station for years and never saw any of the prisoners so boldly attempting to escape. <laughs> he made a call to his guard captain to find out what he should do. Hey, Cap, he shouted. A young woman of about 25 peeked her head out from the guard hut. What is it now, Simon? She stomped her way over to him, but pulled up short when she saw the bent, knobbly figure of Toby standing on the other side of the wall. Hey, you! Get back from there! Go back to your city, devilry! She yelled at Toby. I'm just looking for a quick way out of a dying city. What do you mean, dying? Simon asked, unsure if he should be encouraging this conversation. Crystal's cracked. No more magic. Not reliable magic anyways. Now, let me out of here. What harm can a little old man and his dying dog do? What do you mean the crystal's cracked? That's not possible, Cat said with a hint of panic. Sure is. For a week or two now, maybe. Could have been longer. Or shorter. I don't follow public panic too close. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. Quick, Simon, bring a message to the council. They must know soon. We can't allow the barrier to be breached if that crystal shatters. You gonna let me pass or not? Toby interrupted. No! no. They both shouted back at him. Well, I guess it is just a day full of entitled assholes. Toby looked down to Bobby and said, no point in farting. Probably can't smell it through the barrier anyways. Bobby let out a soft whine and a low growl. There was a sudden, loud crack and a flash of light coming from the center of the city. The blinding light was followed by a rush of wind that broke upon the barrier. Cat looked on horrified as Simon sprinted away to deliver the news. The old dog lurched forward and then began to bloat. Its matted fur coalescing into shimmering scales as Toby looked on in some amusement. Oh, this form again. Sure, leave me high and dry for fifty years taking care of a sickly dog, and now you come back. Toby spat, not trying to hide his disdain. Silence, fool. It's been five thousand years, not fifty. Five thousand years of your Prattling was quite enough. Now bow before your king. Oh, great googly moogly. 
I humble myself upon your greatness. Toby said without much conviction, and bowing slightly instead of kneeling, knowing full well that if he were successful at it, he would never be able to stand again. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good enough, the dragon said. Finally finished growing at a solid 20 feet high, he stretched his wings casually, moving his elderly grand wizard to his back and taking flight to the city center to reclaim his rightful place as god king and dole out (laughs) punishment to these damnable monks that had kept him prisoner for so long. To be concluded by Todd. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I like this. I had no idea it was going to go this way. Yeah. No, yeah. I, even I, from the start of this one. No, I didn't. Well, when that's funny because I was about to say when I started it, I didn't know it was going to go this direction either. <laughs> kinda, <laughs> uh-huh. I, I mean, I kind of came up with a lot of it. Kind of last minute because I just got I mean, discovery writing is so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just basically got... just yes ending yourself. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I just I got stuck at the start, like after or during the conversation with the monks. I was I didn't really know where to take it, like mm. because I really did. I didn't know that glaucoma was code for marijuana, so. No. no. His glaucoma was secret dragon? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, his glaucoma is that he was an elderly dog and 5,000 years old. <laughs> glaucoma is an eye the, condition. And the. Uh, yeah, no, I know what glaucoma is. I the just finest, didn't realize the, uh, the code. The finest <laughs> pipe weed this side of. I forget what Gandalf says, but anyway, was that. Was that keeping Bobby in his dog form? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the I... finest pipe weed this side of barley or something like that. Yeah, I think it's Brandy Buck. No, Brandy Buck. The brandy is a, wine. Is a family name. There we go. Brandy Wine River. Yeah, that's uh, it. But I, this, I want to say that line Bar- was this side of Brie, but I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I'd, but I've anyway. only seen the movies and read the books about a million times, but I can't remember. <laughs> hey, ain't but none I mean, of us know enough yeah. about it. Otherwise, we would have gotten hired by Amazon. Wizards <laughs> smoke. That much is confirmed. Everybody smokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I. Uh, I mean, my implication was that the crystal was keeping him in the dog form. But right, right. No, I, I got that. I got okay. that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Because so, yeah, I, I wasn't sure from either one of the stories uh, if Toby John could use magic, and so at the end of this story, you're saying he's a grand wizard. So he was. Yeah. He was not using magic purely out of laziness up until <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could do it. Sure. He just was like, "Well, we got crystals <laughs> now, so we'll just, <laughs> just use that." <laughs> Yeah. Like, that is cool, because he knows all I, the spells, you know? Yeah. He's uh, he's I, always saying, uh, frickin', um, what did he say earlier? Omnibus hubi stank totalis. 
Yeah. And it doesn't do anything <laughs> on a crystal, which is designed by idiots. Exactly. Yeah. Real wizard. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's one way to take it. Definitely. Uh, no. I like the implication yeah. that the giant crystal was sealing the dragon away, but yeah. also somehow using the dragon's power to power all the bullshit in the city. That's the, at least that's what I read from it. Ooh. Uh, knowing knowing what we have in this story, and then remembering what I wrote. Seems yeah. to be the implication that you're making. Yeah. And I do like it. That's I kinda thought that's where you were leaning. Like the crystal was containing something. Yes. I didn't I obviously you weren't expecting it to be a dragon inside a dog, but <laughs> I was expecting <laughs> the crystal to be like a like a giant power cell, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think it what you've done is a is a good bit more creative than when I did. <laughs> Yeah, I literally yeah. just thought, you know, uh, nuclear power plant. That's what it is. Okay. I, yeah. I guess I read too much into it. <laughs> I don't know. No. Eh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely, uh, it definitely works. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, I like that idea movie. of like filtering something else's power in that kind of way. That's I yeah. thought that was interesting. So I kind of yeah. leaned into it a bit with my ending. But, so, you know, I'm really interested to see where you finish it off, Todd. Yeah, um, I'm glad that uh, you gave me something to work with. You've introduced <laughs> um, another category yeah. of people, another Yeah, another, another element can... with the outsiders. Because right. yep. that was another thing I wasn't really sure what to do with, with the wall. Right. You said it a couple of times, how there was a... Yeah. A wall or yeah. a barrier around the city, so there was both a barrier and a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's interesting because, yeah. uh, you know, I have just been listening up till now, not really thinking about what I was going to do with it because, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I didn't have to. But <laughs> so I took it at face value, like, okay, it's keeping some great evil out. Yeah, but you you're like, nope, I, no. keeping it. In. Well, I yeah, I thought about that too. Again, with how I ended up writing this story, like yeah. when I had him walking to the wall, I wasn't really yep. clear on what I was gonna do. And then I'm like, it could be keeping something out, or would it be funnier if it was keeping them in and they just didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, old old Toby John's uh, got some memory issues and. Yeah, yeah. So, we haven't heard anyone else's perspectives except the monks, who, mm -hmm. they are just completely off base. Yeah, <laughs> well, they I picked yeah. up a good deal of incompetence coming from the first part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The, the fallen temple and yep. all that. So, so. yeah. We're setting up for some some more monk shenanigans along with the uh, the human society or mm -hmm. I assume humans existing outside of yeah. the city, and I've already got some ideas what to do with that. I don't know if I'm going to pit them against each other or have them work together or maybe not yeah. do anything at all. So yeah, whatever's funniest to you is is what I can't wait to hear. <laughs> I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. And if you are excited to find out what Toby John does, yeah. uh, 
do the social media stuff, whatever platform you're on. Like, comment, <laughs> and subscribe. Uh, rate and review. Rate and review, all that, all that good stuff. Yeah. And, and you know what? Let me know what you think is going to happen, and I'll <laughs> I'll write it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly as you tell him to. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I said I had some ideas. I lied. <laughs> uh, there's plenty of I left you with plenty of room. No, there's a lot there's a lot here. I really yeah. appreciate you leaving me some stuff to work with. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.